Wisconsin's afternoon news is on the air. Broadcasting live from the Annex Wealth Management Studios at the Avenue in beautiful downtown Milwaukee. Here's John McCure. All right, happy Monday, everybody. Sandy Max is here. So is Greg Matzik. Debbie Lazic is on your roads. Adam Roberts is producing the show this afternoon. All right, let's get rolling. This is the three. At three on Wisconsin's Afternoon News. All right, Sandy, where do we start? International news. A former Italian prime minister at the center of numerous high-profile scandals has died. Silvio Berlusconi's passing has garnered reaction from around the world. We extend our condolences to uh, the family of Mr. Berlusconi and to the Italian people. In Moscow, kind words from President Putin, who called Berlusconi a politician on a world scale. Kind words from Putin kind of equates to yikes. Berlusconi passes away after being treated for chronic leukemia. He was the longest serving Italian leader since the country became a republic after World War II. He once referred to himself as the Jesus Christ of politics. Well, that's not controversial. (laughs) He also hosted allegedly sex parties with underage prostitutes called the Bunga Bunga Parties at his fancy villa. He was embroiled in lots and lots of scandals, but was very popular, a populist politician, finally forced out of office uh, several years ago. He passes away at the age of 86. All right, what's next? All aboard the Nutmobile. (laughs) A recognizable legume on wheels is about to become a local watering hole. This just cracks me up. So Miller High Life and Planters are turning that iconic Nutmobile into a reservation-only dive bar. It's only going to be open for four days this summer down by the Miller facility. But for four days, you can check it out. It'll be the nuttiest of dive bar experiences with attendees. And you must make a reservation. Able to consume all the warm planters, peanuts, and all the cold Miller High Life that they want. July 9th through 12th, this will be open. Reservations will be taken this Friday. Beginning at 9 a.m., it's first come, first serve. You'll be able to reserve it for 90 minutes. A reservation for only $4. That's all the peanuts and beer. I want want to do this. There's a nut-shaped jukebox. You realize I am so excited (laughs) about Mr. Peanut that I drove to Cedarburg Oktoberfest in 2019 because the peanut mobile was going to be there. Really? Yeah. you got to get to this. I know. I wish it was on my birthday in July, but I've, I've... Friday 9, I'm going to set my alarm. An early birthday See for you. I, I will tell you, I tried to go to the booking page already, but our uh, company firewall didn't allow me. Oh. <laughs> I tried to get a jump on it. You but better yeah. be in front of your personal computer then on uh, on Friday at 9 a.m. You get signed Mobile up. Dive Bar. Best right. news of the day. What's up next? If you were watching the Tonys this weekend like I was last night, did you also see a recognizable face in the crowd? First off, God bless you. You were the only one probably watching the Tonys last night. (laughs) Except for Aaron Rodgers. He was watching the Tonys there in person. Yeah, live in like the third row. I did a double take. I'm like, my DVR didn't work. So I was like, I swear I just saw it. So Brought one of his teammates, was all dressed up really nice, seemed to be enjoying himself. He made some weird faces, though. Throughout the broadcast, which have become memes, are all over Twitter because of how weird he was acting last night. I thought maybe Rogers was a seat filler, kind of like Kramer in Seinfeld, who actually ended up going on stage and winning a Tony Award. That was a funny episode. Uh, but I did look this up because I think people would be curious to know. 
Rodgers was actually nominated for best choreography in a season gone wrong based on his performance from last season. <laughs> How did he not win? Uh, that was shocking to me. Yeah. He was, was one of the great this? snubs of the Tonys. Very well nice. Done. Well done. He, yeah, I think he's taking the Broadway Joe thing a little seriously now that he's in... Jets land. That would explain the fur coat that he wore on the red carpet. <laughs> Taylor Swift, the Tonys. I mean, he's living the life, that's for sure. Wasn't Dwayne Wade accused of going Hollywood by Travis Diener yeah. a few months ago uh, as a joke, jokingly, but I feel like uh, Rogers is going all New York on us. It is 314 at WTMJ. A very special WTMJ cares a way that you can make a big difference. That's up next right here on WTMJ. Today we launch a very special WTMJ Cares, a way that you can make a real difference. This is so important. Sandy, you're kind of heading this up. I am very excited. This is my very first TMJ Cares initiative. And for those who don't know, it is a chance for each of us on the on-air team here to spearhead something charitable and that can make a positive difference. And we've raised money for all sorts of organizations. And I'm going a little different way for donations. Asking for something different than money. Uh, partnering with the American Red Cross and Gruber Law Offices on a blood drive at a very fun Ooh. place at the Milwaukee County Zoo. And that sounds cool. Coming up June 26th, 27th, and 28th. And you've probably heard that there have been blood shortages. And this is a simple way to help out and make a difference. And we have invited to help us launch officially from the American Red Cross. Give a big welcome to Lizzie Pant. Lizzie, how are you? Good, how about you guys? Great, so excited to be partnering with you. And what is your role at the American Red Cross? Yeah, I'm an account manager. So I help groups set up blood drives, churches, schools, you name it. We get the blood drives all set. You know the ins and outs, and that means you make it really easy to donate. We hope so. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah, we make it pretty easy. All you need to do is visit redcrossblood.org, and you can find blood drives there, and we can find some more information about the Milwaukee Zoo blood drive. Any reason you chose the Milwaukee County Zoo? Oh, it's such a fun location. <laughs> We're hoping for um, good weather those three days, but you get to go to the zoo for free. Um, so you can pack up your car, bring your kids, your grandkids, and donate blood. Um, you get free zoo admission, free parking. Ooh, that's cool. Yeah. And then also two free summer fest tickets. Wow. Too. So it's it's quite the incentive. And you also get treats after you donate. Yep. <laughs> Cookies and juice. And I've been a regular donor, and this is one of the reasons that this blood drive is important to me. Uh, it takes about an hour from mm-hmm. start to finish. You've done a good deed for the day. Oh, yeah. And is it true that one donation can save as many as three lives? Yep. How how does that work? Yeah, so when blood gets back to the lab, it's typically separated into three different components. So that's your red cells, your plasma, and your platelets, which can all go to different types of hospital patients. So that's why we say up to three lives that you can save. And who can donate? Is there an age limit? Mm -hmm. Are there any restrictions? Yeah, um, in the state of Wisconsin, you just need to be 16. Um, There's no upper age limit. Um, In general, just feeling healthy and well that day, so no cold or flu or anything like that. But um, we're looking for, I mean, you can come try and and see if it works, but pretty much a lot of people are eligible. I've always found it easy. You walk in, they'll take, uh, I'm always a fan, when you get the blood prick on the side of your Mm -hmm. finger so they can test it, it's on the side instead of right in the middle where all the nerves are. I'm like, well, that's already considerate. Like, thank you. (laughs) Answer some questions and then really all the nurses are very kind and make it easy Mm -hmm. and uh, I don't like to look. I just look the other way and just chat and like relax. It's How long does it take? 
Yeah, we say to plan for about 45 minutes or so. Um, that includes the pre-screening. So the actual time that you have the actual needle in your arm donating is between 5 to 20 minutes or so. But the whole thing less than an hour. That's mm-hmm. pretty easy. Yeah. And especially with the parking. They just make it easy. Go in, go out, and you get to go mm-hmm. hang out at the zoo. And it's three days, June 26th, 27th, and 28th, a Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, uh, 9 to 3. So we hope that you register. You can text the word blood right now, B-L-O-O-D, text blood to 855-616-1620. That's how you can go ahead and register or at least get more information. And I know I'm not going to ever convince somebody who's afraid of a needle that they're like, oh, don't worry about it. But are there any other hurdles? Like, is it just that people don't realize how easy it is to donate? Yeah, the number one reason that people give why they haven't given blood is just I was never asked to. So that's us right now (laughs) asking you guys to do it. Um, But, you know, a common thing that we do here is, you know, I'm nervous about needles, but our team, we literally do this day in, day out. We're everywhere in the community. And so um, we're pros. We worry about it. So you guys don't have to. (laughs) We make it as um, easy of a process as possible. Like I said, I'm squeamish. I don't ever look but I'm fine with donating and it is an easy, it's a communal process. Like you walk out going, okay, yeah. I did a good job. And one of the other things I love about being a Med American Red Cross blood donor, you get an email later telling you where your blood went. Oh, that's cool. And, uh, exactly. Wow. So, so you really do feel like you are part of making a difference. And Lizzie, please tell me about the blood supply right now. Is there a shortage? Yeah, we um, typically summer is one of the toughest times of year on the blood supply. Um, that mostly has to do with uh, high schools and colleges that are out of session. Um, it's about one in five units of blood that are collected from young donors. Um, so another great reason to come out if you're a student and maybe listening to this. Um, but yeah, summer is just incredibly tough. You know, there's so much that gets put on our to-do lists. And, you know, oftentimes blood donations are kind of shifted around. But um, an event like this really makes it special and um, a good reason to go out and give blood. Is demand greater in the summer because people are on their motorcycles, kids are out playing? Is, is there a demand season that's greater? You know, it, it kind of depends too, time of year. Sometimes winter is also tough too, like you said, with accidents and things. You know, they do happen year round and the need is there year round. Um, we just tend to see it with, you know, giving, um, taking a break and, um, you know, holidays and everything like that. And the great thing about this blood drive at the Milwaukee County Zoo, again, June 26th, 27th, 28th, 9 to 3, you get same day zoo admission. So that's so cool. Donate early. You can spend the rest of the time hanging out at the zoo and you got a chance to go back to Summerfest. You'll get two free Summerfest tickets. So we want to in, entice you. You always have good incentives and not just the the proud feeling of, hey, I made a difference and I'm I'm glad to do it. Is yeah. there a type of blood that you generally need more? Yeah, um, we're always in need of O donors. You know, if there's an emergency and there's not time to blood type, somebody always, you know, can give to between 80 to 100 percent of the population um, if you're O positive or O negative. Um, but really all types are needed and um you know, looking for anybody who can yeah. come out to donate. Lizzie, what type are you? I'm O positive. Oh, yes. you got the desirable blood. I'm A positive. Yep. John, do you know what blood type you are? You know, this is so embarrassing, you guys. I don't know. That's okay. This is, I'm not going to shame you. I'm going to say, look at what I we've done. Know. We have an opportunity <laughs> yeah, yeah. for you. Maybe you can come really out with me. That's a really good question. I want to <laughs> book a donation because I was actually going to donate two weeks ago, but then I realized I was going to be part of this blood drive. So I want to be the first person on Monday at 9 a.m. on June 26th. So maybe I can get John to come with me and donate. Yeah, it's on that Monday, right? Mm -hmm. 
Mm-hmm. And if you want to help, it's so easy. Start this way. Text the word BLOOD, B-L-O-O-D, to the Old National Bank Talk and text line 855-616-1620. Text the word BLOOD. We send you all the information, right? Yep, yep. And get registered. And uh, just, like you said, Lizzie, check this off your list. It's a good thing to do. Uh, if you're a first-time donor, welcome. If you've donated and just haven't done it and got out of the rhythm, welcome back. Make a difference in Donate Blood. It's the WTMJ Cares Milwaukee County Zoo Blood Drive, partnering with American Red Cross and Gruber Law Offices. Lizzie Pant with the American Red Cross. Thank you so much for being with us. Thank you, guys. The world can be a messy place. Yep. And we at Wisconsin's Afternoon News think it could do with a little more nice. 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 Oh, that's nice. Say something nice to me. This is Something Nice on Wisconsin's Afternoon News. A lot of graduations happening. Mm-hmm. Father's Day coming up. I found something nice that kind of combines both of these. I don't know if you saw this on the Today Show recently, but it's a it's a note that a dad wrote to a daughter at graduation time. No, I didn't see that. Well, you're both dads. It might it might move you. You might be able to relate to this. It starts, my dearest Yeji, Y E J I. Not sure if I'm saying that right. Have you seen a documentary or film showing wild animal rescue activities? I've seen one about a sea turtle rescue efforts. Here's what they do. They would go out and find a sick or hurt turtles. Then they would bring them to their facility. After several months or even years of treatment, when the animal gets recovered and gains strength and confidence to live by themselves in the wild again, the team would take the turtle out to a seashore, usually in the very early morning before dawn, and let it go. Think about it. Think about the moment. Think about the crew. Think about the crew's emotion at the moment. They usually cry. No, it is not a cry, but a burst of tears with mixed emotions of happiness and wishfulness and some sadness of separation from the one they have taken care of for so many years. The tears would shine, reflecting on the sunlight shining from the sea horizon. Although we have had several graduations for you, starting from the elementary with a dance party, then the middle school one at an awesome venue, and the high school one with beautiful pictures, I did not have many thoughts as your college graduation. This time, however, it reminded me of the sea turtle and the crew in the film. You would see me like a crew in the facility checking the turtles. She healthy? Has her wound resolved? Can she have enough strength to swim? Can she find food? Does she know how to find food? Does she know how to avoid predators? And lastly, but not least, does she have enough self-confidence to go out there and dare to face the ocean? Check, 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 check. And yes, wait, (laughs) is it time? I see you now being ready to go out there. There you would swim freely on your desire and will. Still, you may not be confident about yourself. However, everybody starts somewhere. I'm happy to see you becoming an individual, independent plus person. I have been pushing you a little bit, not because you're a burden on me, but I want you to be independent and competent by yourself. I've been enjoying living with you and enjoying time with you as my daughter. Now, I'm looking forward to enjoying time with you, not only as a daughter, but as a person. Best regards, Dad. Oh, my gosh. I have tears in my eyes. That's beautiful. It was a sweet, sweet letter that was, of course, shared on social media. But, God, the only thought I had was I would have preferred love, Dad. But best regards, Dad. (laughs) But it's tis the season, so uh, it's one of those, if you're thinking, like, writing in a card doesn't mean anything, it does. Really expressing your thoughts and emotions does stick with somebody. And as a daughter, I treasure every single thing like that that my dad ever wrote. That's super cool. So that's something nice. I had little cards to my daughters after they graduated, graduated, kindergarten and second grade. Um, 
and put a little treat in their backpack or something like that before they went to school. And uh, Emily was the first to say, we're going to put those in a little safe box. And when they graduate high school, we'll just give all the cards to them, see if they remember them, stuff like that. So those become keepsakes. Yeah. Those are the moments for sure. That's awesome stuff. Something nice. Sure is. As you know by now, former President Donald Trump becoming the first former president to be indicted on federal charges. 37 counts. ABC's Royal Oaks is with us from Los Angeles. Royal, good afternoon. Thanks for being with us. My pleasure. So you've had time to digest this, take it in. What stands out to you? What's at the top of the list when you think about this situation with the former president? It did take a little time to digest it, uh, about 49 pages, and over 30 counts. I think the bottom line is that uh, it's a multi-pronged approach by the Department of Justice. The Espionage Act violations are, are the main thing that Donald Trump had confidential information that under the law he shouldn't have possessed. Secondly, conspiracy to obstruct justice allegedly conspired with his aide, uh, Waltine Nauta. And he also has been indicted, is facing at least 20 years in prison, uh, to try to lie to the government and hide the fact that they had boxes, they moved them around allegedly, and then just false statements to the government as well. So bottom line is that uh, the government, I think, feels confident because in some respect, they don't need to flip witnesses and get witnesses to say, oh, well, I'm going to tell you what was in Donald Trump's mind, and gee, may I go home now, don't put me in prison for 20 years instead. They have an audio tape of a recording where Donald Trump was essentially bragging to some guests, a reporter or two, where he said, you know, what well, I was right all along when I wanted to attack Iran, uh, a general talked me out of it. But here I, in my hand, I'm just I'm waving this, this uh, battle attack plan that shows that it was a good idea to attack Iran. And so the government is going to be able to play that tape for the jury. The problem the government has, of course, aside from the fact that this is Florida uh, and a lot of folks like Trump in Florida, the jury pool will not be similar to the the uh, political makeup of the jury pool, say, in New York City or Washington, D.C. And also, we, we now know the judge assigned to this case is a Trump appointee who ruled in his favor in various respects in, in a, a last year's litigation. Uh, the, the fact is Trump's lawyers are able to make the argument that the DOJ is weaponizing the criminal justice system. They know Donald Trump would be a formidable opponent for uh, Joe Biden. They want to get him out of the way. And really, is this espionage? Yeah, he was bragging. It was great judgment. But it's not like he sold nuclear secrets to the Russians. That's going to be the defense by Donald Trump. So many things I want to follow up on what you said, but I'm always looking for perspective and I'm looking for a way to signify how serious these charges are. And one of the, those ways is to look at the possible penalty. If he's convicted, is prison time likely? Well, prison time is probably likely, but not nearly the 20 years that they're charging him with, although multiple counts have this 20-year figure attached. If you look at other similar cases in the last few decades of misusing confidential documents, especially when somebody doesn't have a track record of committing crimes, they don't get anywhere near 20 years. I think from Trump's perspective, of course, it doesn't matter whether he gets two years or 20 years in 